Wolf and Luke, Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. All right, welcome back. We are out here at Salt River Fields, and that, of course, means spring training is upon us. Got a couple games in over the weekend, but Wolf also means it's almost March, and that means March Madness. And if you needed a reminder of just how great March Madness can be, the Sun Devils, and specifically Desmond Cambridge Jr., gave us that reminder over the weekend. So joining us right now on the Arizona Sports Line is the voice of the Sun Devils, Tim Healy. Tim, thank you so much for the time. I know you've uh, you've seen a lot in your time with ASU, but have you ever seen anything quite like what we saw over the weekend? I don't think so, Luke. Uh, certainly not in men's basketball. Uh, as I tweeted, I think, uh, later in the afternoon, uh, probably automatically zooms into the top five moments I've called in my 25 years as the radio voice. I did a Tim's Top 25 article for the ASU website at the beginning of the football season uh, in honor of my 25th year calling the games and chose my Top 25 moments. But i uh, tell you what, this one uh, automatically gets a pass into the top five and maybe into the top two or three. It was uh, electrifying. Uh, and in some ways, I think the best thing about it is that it was the conclusion, the exclamation point at the end of what I thought was a terrific basketball game. Uh, Kyle Dodd and I even mentioned that on our broadcast late in the game when the Sun Devils were still trailing Arizona, that uh, this is probably, in my 25 years, the best ASU U of A game I've called in Tucson in that time, and even better than uh, some of the few wins the Sun Devils have managed at McHale Center over the last quarter century. It was just a closely contested game, 18 lead changes, 11 ties. Uh, I don't think uh, either team uh, led more uh, than uh, 10 points. Uh, Arizona built a 10-point lead with six and a half minutes remaining, and that's uh, the aspect of the game people are, haven't talked about as much in the last two days, the fact that the Sun Devils held the Wildcats to just one basket in the last uh, six and a half minutes of the game and uh, just locked down defensively and uh, got some big shots from uh, Des Cambridge and then that one at the buzzer. Uh, you know, you, when you're calling it, you're just calling it on instinct. And uh, as it set sail, you had a feeling it had a chance to go in. And then, my goodness, nothing but net. I mean, it didn't touch any part of the rim or the backboard. It was as pure as pure can be. And uh, one of the great moments in Arizona State men's basketball history, to be sure. Timmy, there's no doubt about it, man. You never sounded better or more real as you did on that call right there. Um how big do you think this is, my friend, for ASU in terms of their tournament chances? It certainly helps, Wolf. Uh, that's for sure. Uh, you know, it's a quad one win and a huge quad one win over a uh, you know top ten ranked team in their building. Uh, I do think, uh, unfortunately, that uh, the Sun Devils still may have some work left to do. I think it it's a big resume enhancer, but uh, they have two more resume enhancers on their schedule this weekend when they go to Los Angeles. Uh, they're at number four UCLA and newly crowned Pac-12 regular season champion UCLA on Thursday night, and then they play at USC, which is having a terrific season, on Saturday. Two really, really difficult games, but I'll tell you what, the ASU players, to a man, have told me all year long, we had Warren Washington on both pregame and postgame on Saturday, 
And, uh, you know, the, the, he said and all the players have said they feel that when they play their best and when they're hitting shots, and that's the big X factor with this ASU team because their shooting game in and game out has not been great. But when they hit their shots, they feel like they can beat anybody in the country. Mm-hmm. And they proved it on uh, uh, Saturday, you know, playing in, I think, the toughest environment for an opposing team in all of college basketball, McHale Center. And, uh, and, you know, they shot 53% in that ball game. And uh, there are two other uh, really good games this season. They, they uh, routed Michigan to win the championship of the Legends Classic in Brooklyn back in November. And then they had an impressive 17-point win at Oregon in uh, early January, and in both those games, they shot well over 50%. If they can hit shots, they guard well enough that uh, they give themselves a chance to beat just about anybody. So, uh, But my feeling is, I think they really, you know, to feel good about getting into March Madness, They, I think they really need one of these games um, on uh, this coming weekend. And I think the UCLA game may prove to be a bigger game uh, because they're a higher-ranked team, and uh, beating UCLA would help ASU in a potential tiebreaker situation because right now the Sun Devils are alone in fourth place in the Pac-12, and if they stay in fourth, they'll get a first-round bye at the conference tournament next week. But Oregon is uh, nipping at their heels, and Oregon has an easier finishing schedule this week than ASU. But if the Sun Devils could beat UCLA, that could give them an advantage and a potential tiebreaker with Oregon. But I feel I still think there's work to do, Wolf. But uh, boy, this the team has played so hard this year. You'd love to see them get to be in the NCAA tournament. Mm-hmm. Talking to Tim Healy, uh, Tim, you kind of touched on it in there of, of of how well this team is uh, is capable of defending. And I'm, I'm just you know looking at at how dangerous they could be in the Pac-12 tournament, or you know if they get into March Madness, how dangerous they could potentially be. Uh, how much of an asset has that defense become for this group? It's been huge because there have been several games this year, Arizona being one of them, where they have, in crunch situations, just completely locked down opponents. They won a semifinal game at that Legends Classic in Brooklyn back in November by beating Virginia Commonwealth. And if I'm not mistaken, I think they held BCU without a field goal for the final nine minutes of that game. They trailed by 11 with nine minutes to go, but then they hold them without a basket the rest of the way and uh, end up winning the game. At Colorado on December 1st, they were trailing by 15 at halftime, but then they shut down the Buffaloes in the second half of that game and rallied to win on a Des Cambridge three-pointer with about two seconds remaining in the game. Uh, they've had several instances this year you know, where they've trailed in the second half. You wish they could make it a little easier on themselves, but they just have shown a knack that uh, when it's getting down to crunch time and they need it, they can rely on their defense to uh, lock down opponents. And Saturday, you know, they're down 10 to one of the top 10 ranked teams and one of the top 10 offensive teams in all of college basketball in Arizona. And they hold the Wildcats to just one basket in the final six and a half minutes. Uh, 
so uh, uh, you know they just they just seem to have this knack. <clears throat> they defend uh, passionately, and uh, and they have more size and length and athleticism. I think Alonzo Gaffney has been an undervalued uh, uh, quality player for them on the defensive end of the floor with his tremendous length. He has like a seven foot four wingspan. Mm-hmm. I call him Spider Man out on the court because that's what he looks like. Uh, uh, almost goes sideline to sideline with his own length and uh, he has done a really good job guarding on the perimeter and uh, helping underneath and uh, getting rebounds and he had 10 points uh, a valuable contribution off the bench on Saturday in Tucson uh, so that defense is going to come in huge and again it gets down to shot making with this team they've got guys that can make shots and if they can shoot at a high percentage uh, to give you an example Luke this year I think there's something like 16 and 2 when they merely shoot 40% or better from the wow. field. They've only lost twice this year when they've shot uh, better than 40%. Once uh, they, they're lost to UCLA, and then they lost a home game to Oregon in those circumstances. So that's an indicator that if they can shoot respectably, they don't have to be lights out. Uh, they have a good chance of winning any game they play. Uh, talking to Tim Healy. All right, Tim. Let's let's uh, that game on Saturday specifically. Desmond Cambridge to hit that shot. He's had a unique college career. For people that don't really know him, what can you tell us about him? Great, great kid. And uh, uh, in one year, he's made uh, the all interview team. Uh, in fact, my son Joe, who has his own uh, web uh, podcast and is a diehard Sun Devil fan and ASU graduate, has commented on several times this year. He's listened to Des on our post game interviews and just has been enthralled by uh, the quality of uh, the comments and insights that Des provides. He's a really sharp kid, really good kid, and uh, he's a heck of a player. He began his college career at Brown in the Ivy League and spent two years there and was the Ivy League Rookie of the Year as a freshman and averaged close to 17 points a game both seasons at Brown. Then he transfers to Nevada and again continues to score at a high pace, averaged uh, 17 a game in both of his seasons with the Wolfpack. And uh, now this year at ASU, he got off to a bit of a slow start. But, boy, the last couple of months, he's been uh, one of the better shooters and scorers in the Pac-12 and uh, just a tremendous uh, kid and teammate. And we really do enjoy having him on the postgame show. Just love hearing his uh, his thoughts and his insights. And he and his brother, Devin, uh, you know, who are playing together for the first time this year as they close out and wind down their college careers, they have been just tremendous additions to this program. And that, to me, guys, is one of the uh, also undervalued components of this ASU season is Bobby Hurley began this year with a starting lineup consisting of four players who were in their first year in the program, four guys who transferred in from elsewhere. And yet uh, they have been able to develop a chemistry and uh, a togetherness. And this team really, these guys really like each other and they enjoy hanging out with each other. And I think that's been a big part of the success they have had this year. And uh, uh, the Cambridge brothers have been a huge part of that. And if Des uh, closes out with a couple of big games this week, I think he might have a chance to be uh, a first-team All-Pac-12 selection this year. Thank you, Timmy, for your time, man. Really appreciate it, buddy. Oh, always great to be on with you guys. Thanks, Tim.